Hello guys, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Mandy and with me is my big head coach. Sorry, sorry, I didn't quite hear that, that, that part you just said now. Big head. I don't understand. Mandy, you said you had a big forehead <laughs> in the first episode. I don't actually no, proud it's Yeah, but now I have the big And I'm proud of it. <laughs> okay. So now I have to join you, Abby. It's no cute. You don't I've have heard. to say any problem. I've heard. Guys, please, I'm with the beautiful Lola. There we oh, go. Jay. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Legal Avenue. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here for a second episode with my wonderful co-host okay, Mandy. Now I, feel bad. <laughs> I call that big head. She calls it's me allowed, it's allowed, it's allowed, it's oh, allowed. I'm blushing, guys. At this point, I'm guessing you've listened to our first episode. And if you haven't, please go back and listen to it because we introduced ourselves and we introduced this podcast to you. So please take your time and listen to it. Please, guys, we need the views. I mean, the, the views, the... No, no. the <laughs> We need numbers. The plays. We need the plays. We need the plays. Okay, let's say that. <laughs> we are going to get used to it. Don't worry, guys. That's still, you know, we're still, we're still catching up to Baby the Spotify, stages. <laughs> Spotify playlist vibes. <laughs> we'll get there, guys. This is Legal Avenue Podcast with Lola OJ and Mandy, where we discuss everything legal and bring you up to speed on what you need to know about the laws that governs us. We also share our personal experiences and give you an insight into the various industries. Today, we'll be discussing the reality of investing in the music industry, whether as a music executive or investor. an investor interested in the industry. Yes, I said music executive. A lot of people don't actually pay attention to that. They think because they're not really like bringing money, money. Their time is still an investment. 100%. Their energy is still an investment. So, yes, it's still an investment. So, guys, you know, since this new wave of artists calling out their record levels, we've not seen much of them this year. It's, but there was a point where it was like the it's not like to do. You know, like if you've not called out a record level, not you, with the record you're, level. You're not somebody. Like, if you're not beating your record, you're not serious. Level, exactly. You're not serious. You're not serious about your music career. So since that wave, a lot of artists seem to have shifted from getting signed to individual um, investors and sponsors to fund their career. And... I don't know what you think about this, but hey, Lola. Why do I have to go first? Do you, think? you brought it up. You're asking me. See, and I, I just need to know where your head is at. I want to know whether I'm only the evil person no, or the person that thinks bad about it. But what do you think? Okay. About, do you think this will actually solve the problem we have? Well, to be honest, I don't think there's anything new here. I mean, it's an unfortunate occurrence within the music industry and especially in Nigeria where a lot of labels lack, you know, real career, a real record label structure. Now, when I moved to Nigeria, my first real job, funny enough, was in the entertainment industry at one of the best record labels ever and that was Storm Records. You know, they produced the likes of Nato C. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so So, Tolo Dunsi was one of my first mentors. You need to change the OJ to OJ. OG. OG. <laughs> no, that makes me sound old, please. <laughs> so basically, I learned a lot during that time. And I learned a lot about the plights of the label owners, as well as the frustrations of the artist. And what I learned is that it's very, very easy to sign contracts. It's yeah. easy to be gingered at the start. Mm-hmm. But the problems always occur when money starts rolling in. When it's time to uphold that promise. Exactly. That's when the artist will now feel like, oh, but the label's not trying hard enough. And the label will like, we need to recoup. We're still going to even spend more money on you. But the artists now try. Now they've got this newfound fame. You see the artist you know? say, but uh-uh. I'm you just hottest. spent three million. Exactly. Can't you bring out five million? People just that literally million. were living in, you know, you know, know that initially <laughs> when they started and they told them I'll invest 1.5 in your career. They, they were excited. Happy. God bless you. But then money 
people change. So the truth, changes, <laughs> truth be told is that, I mean, investing to, with an investing in an artist in Nigeria is still risky business, right? And because we lack a lot of structure and there's also limits to how artists can make money, right, in Nigeria, um, it's hard for the labels to recoup. So I feel like investors, record label owners, they're trying their best to make the artist comfortable and they want to also, you know, if you take an artist on, you believe in that artist. Mm -hmm. So even though it's not just about the money, you actually believe in this individual. Yeah, It can always be, it can be quite you get offended when this same artist that you brought from nowhere that you spent and a lot of times record labels guys this is not like America where you get a huge cash injection from a bank or mm-hmm. you get a huge loan some of them these people are spending their life their savings some of them you know so, someone, someone came up and was like we put our houses on mortgages no this is real talk we borrow money real to talk. finance your career I've seen and- record label owners take money from their own pocket like is in not from the company, yeah. right? Their own pocket. Maybe something they could have used to like ball on their family or on their children. And then I'll be like, you know, they're treating the artist almost like a member of their family. Mm-hmm. Let me help you, you know, live out your dreams and push your career. Why would you then turn around and not want the label to even make some money off of you? When you had nothing, these people were there. And all of a sudden, right? now you've All of a sudden sense. now, it's very easy to now be like, hey, but it's just a small amount. Someone, so-and-so, was sp- they spent 80 million on this one. This... So, I feel like... <laughs> sorry, what's okay. the question? I'm even gone because this topic can get so... Yeah. You know, it can get so emotional because mm-hmm. I've first-hand seen record labels and investors put their all in. And I've also first-hand seen artists sit there and be so crying that, yeah. and complaining that things are not going as, let's say, the contract says, which also happens. Yeah. I'm not saying record labels... We're not label, saying that artists rec- are the evil ones. Exactly. Because yeah. record labels sometimes what the contract says is not Mm -hmm. always what they do. If you say you're going to invest 50, sometimes they stop at 10, you know? But I think another thing is that most of these artists don't understand music business. And that's why they don't envisage these things happening while signing the contract. Someone can't be telling... Okay. No. Someone can't be telling you that... Okay, I want to invest 10 million in you, but I'm going to recoup the entire 10 million sure. before the, you start making money. God bless and you. person, you're, your person like, yes, yes, yes. It's not realistic. And I said, I think as if there's somewhere they kept money that Definitely. we don't know, or maybe there are numbers, there are royalties that Definitely. we didn't and that's know. That's why about. I feel like the art of negotiation and renegotiation is very important. Yeah. So when artists blow, for example, and you've recouped your money, let's yeah. say, right, or most of your money, you need to sit down with that artist as a labor or investor and renegotiate. Yeah, a happy right? artist makes Because it happy let's label. be honest, their status has changed. You yes. cannot ignore that this person wasn't the, you know, up and coming artist that they once were. They're mm-hmm. older now. They've seen money. They've seen other managers willing to take a lesser fee. They've seen other people willing to invest in them now that they've already got a proven track record that they can do this thing. So as a labor or an investor, yes, you put your heart and soul and your money into it, but there's no harm in understanding and appreciating the fact this person's status has changed let's renegotiate and once you've recouped you have to sometimes come down you can't now be recouping and and still be expecting 50% of the person's future earnings they're not going to stay once their contract finishes or you've recouped depending on what the contract says they're going to go most of these guys are they are focused on the percentage without realizing that 100% of nothing is, is nothing. 100%. And 1% Not 100%. Of... I'm, I'm agreeing. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. So, but 1% of a million is Definitely. more than Definitely. 20% of 100,000. Definitely. Do you understand? Yeah. So, this person's, like you said, renegotiate the contract. Definitely. This person's network has You have has to increased. satisfy 
an artist's or creative's ego to yeah. a certain extent. And as an artist, you two also have to, you're a product now, right? Mm -hmm. You have to also be bringing money in so, to the, uh, to, for the investor or to the label so that both parties to have to be them. happy. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is where both parties are pushing for what they want, not understanding what the other party wants. wants. What an artist wants and what a label wants, they're two different things. Right. But yeah. you guys are in this contract. You're, you've got the same objective, the same goal. You have to put your head into mm -hmm. the mind. And when it comes to negotiation, this is why people are professional experts at negotiation. It's not a matter of just sitting down. Hey, let me put this money in and guy, guy. And you shake hands. No, you have to negotiate your terms both ways so that both parties are happy. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, a happy artist and. Makes you know, a makes a happy leader. label because artists that are not happy because they have the platform and the noise, goodness, they will just be shouting every minute, ah! my label don't do this, <laughs> my label don't do that, my label don't do this. You as a label will even be like, okay, please, I don't want money again. Just keep quiet. Just, yeah. Because if you're a business person, the last thing you want is someone shouting about your name or your company every mm -hmm. minute in a negative light. Yes. No matter what you say, nobody enjoys that kind of negative pub, um, publicity, publicity yeah. especially if you're trying to sign on more artists in future you may even have been doing the right thing mm -hmm. but that particular artist especially if they have a following will paint you out to be the bad guy sit down before it gets to that point renegotiate your terms and be you're not weak or you're not you know it doesn't mean you're, you're not business smart if you now renegotiate and you take a lesser amount mm -hmm. or lesser percentage that's what lesser business is when things have changed Acknowledge things have changed. Mm -hmm. This artist is not the same person he or she once and was. involved with the artist. Exactly. So my take on that is that. And to add to what you said, not just renegotiate the deal, find better um, deals for them. Like, for example, I like what Olamide keeps doing with yeah, his but record label. so good at this. <laughs> Do you understand? So, good at this. <laughs> so I like what he keeps doing with record sure. label and Fireboy. He has had his own... No, but he we has have to give props to Lamide, sorry. <laughs> because when I say somebody that understands the music business yeah. as well. But then he has also had his own share of bad publicity. 100%, but not a lot. No, not a lot. Not a lot. And I think he learned faster. And he he copped that understand problem. understand that right? Lamide as himself, he's still just one man. Mm -hmm. He's not got the power of like 10, 20, big time. Like, this is someone that has an and eye for talent and puts his money you, behind he's it. pushing himself. God bless you. Don Jazzy, of course, is another, is another great one. But yeah. not everyone gets the same level of financial support. So I always respect those that use their own money to then... And there's a successful track record. We can mm -hmm. list a lot of artists that come off of the back of, of yeah. Lamide. So, um, yeah, just a random shout out to him because he's doing amazing work in, in the industry. <laughs> well, personally, I think, first of all, I think the problem is not even with the form of funding. Mm -hmm. Now, whether record level, whether investor is basically what works for you. But then I think, first of all, what I'll say, the issue is that most of the artists, like I said earlier, don't understand the music business. Sure. So they don't, they don't, Take a deep breath, Mandy. It's okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't let the artist frustrate you. <laughs> I've seen things. I can imagine. I've seen things. Like, without putting a name to it, the last, one of the last investments, let me not say the last song, it wasn't the last, but one of the last investment transactions I did. Literally, that thing I said about 10 million, I'll pay back immediately. The guy was giving, not 10 million, I think 5 million to create an EP. And the artist was like, yeah, you make all your money, then I start making my own money. Then how will he eat? 
And I'm like, do you consider the fact that what the album is not five, going to what blow? What if it takes you five years? You're not an A-list artist. <laughs> you're not a B-list artist. Yeah. You're not a C-list artist. So what makes you think that you're going to but make this is one million when you're or hungry, 10 million? Right? And I'm not saying that in the literal sense of yeah. hunger. You sign... And that's why you get all these stories afterwards. You sign based on, I just want anything at this point. The difference between the then two, the stories that touch come after. I've seen those ones that are hungry, mm-hmm. and those ones they don't even they don't even think about lawyers. So I say at least lawyer they don't thing. think about they lawyers. They don't even read the first line. Is, they don't even you know they say check what? if your name is spelled correctly and it's your registered address. What I, so they will they will tell them what they are giving them. What they are giving them is not in the contract. <laughs> so they'll tell you what are you giving me. Hundred thousand a month, and what else? <laughs> we'll give you accommodation. We'll bring you from mainland to the island. What else? Um, 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 two music videos. We'll bring out one EP or three albums. Outrageous. And also, no three spe- albums no in specifics. two years. If someone says I'm going to give you accommodation, in Lagos, it could be a dog's den it could outside be with five the house. People. It could be a BQ with no AC. It could be one room in my house. The good contracts I've seen for artists are very specific. Specific. The amount of for rent. The location, how many uh, bedrooms, that's a contract. So I'm not doing this and they'll not ask the question. So are you taking this money back from me? No. Once they finish saying all of this, they say, okay, where can I sign? Maybe they think it's Dash now. Dash, dash money. <laughs> in this country, we are in together. Without this, uh, people, how are this, uh, people are dashing? Please go and dash Maybe with me like a single. Please, I thought you were an actress. <laughs> Mandy, pick your I'm switching. Pick your, I'm switching. Your I'm switch. But I'm serious. I legit reviewed a contract and I told person, so this is what your contract says. Person, ah, no, no, they said they'll give me this. It's this, not by this, what they this, say. This. What did you sign? That's I what said, people oh, don't get. It's, it's, it's not here. Mouth is sweet. Person, I said, hey, so how can I enforce it? How can you enforce what it does? Like, Please don't give me headache. <laughs> Carry your problem and be going. Don't give me stress. Do you understand? So back to that investment stuff. Sure. I, I tried to explain. This guy's own is not even an issue of hunger. It's an issue of not being realistic. No, so it, it was very true. sentimental. I was like, ah, in his exact words, Tunde not post me sometimes. I think get David do to give me shout outs. I'm okay. set. <laughs> if only it was that easy. <laughs> we would all be blown at this. It's going to be a banger. Do you know who I'm getting on this? I'm, I'm getting I've, this. I've, I'm getting, I've, I've had I'm getting this. I'm getting this. My eyes I'm always getting... rolled to the back of my head. I'm getting this. I'm getting... What I even say, we're going to make immediately land. We're making this amount of money. I'm like, okay, no problem. So I don't want to bust your bubbles. I don't want to be the evil person. To and they always that. look at you like you're evil. Some of them have looked at me and I said, did, sorry, madam, did you not hear this song? I said, I heard it. <laughs> so I like, heard truthfully, it. The song is and the song will be like, I won't even say anything. You know, I'm sure in this podcast, I'll start dropping some names here. And the girl was looking me in the face like, what do you mean? Because I was like, okay, sorry, this song is not, it's not good enough. It's not. Because I did A&R for a short period of time. <laughs> so, you know, I was, you know, mm-hmm. head, you know, in charge of talent relations. And I was like, sorry, this song is not good enough. The guy looked at me almost like, I beg, what do you know? Shifted on. They released the song, go. The did song it? was even with Acorn, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I went, I still not saying any names. <laughs> Acorn made a lot of songs, so you won't guess it. And I was like, Guy, I said this thing. I didn't say you're not good. I just said that this is not the particular song because they wanted investment to yeah. blow the song. They wanted money to promote that song. And I said, if we're going to put money right behind song. it, this is not the song. Acorn or no Acorn, this is not the song. Maybe me, they thought, this girl that has eyelash and lipstick, <laughs> what does she <laughs> what know? Do you know? 
<laughs> what does she know? Mm-hmm. Most of them get very sentimental. And that's when you said the music business is different from making music. It's very, very different. And if you understand that, if you understand that there are slow days, there are days Definitely. when you might not be able to get your music on play. Days, there are years there, for some artists. There are some artists that... What I even saying, during the lockdown period, some of the songs that trended, the artists came out to say they released the songs way back nothing. and nobody heard exactly. about it. And after years, and thank goodness up. for sense, they dropped it again. You know, there's nothing stopping you from re-promoting a previous song. Or re- it even happens a lot in America and and in it. the UK's old songs. You now maybe on TikTok or something starts trending. They'll now prom- promote at the back Push of it out. Get their money from their royalties and their streams, and you're good to so go. This guy was like, So don't worry. I was like, I don't want to be the bad person. I pray. Your you always hope. have to add an prayer. <laughs> I wish you well. Please. I pray, I pray your hope works. I pray you get They'll the devil. You're the enemy of progress. You know when you're like, this song will not blow. They'll be like, you, I you're the enemy of my like, progress. I pray it, it blows, but what if it doesn't blow? What is your plan? Let's be realistic. Facts. Because then these are people that one year going in, maybe their friends are telling them, ah, your music. And most of them think that because their music is hot in the club, that means it's making money. They're two different things. 100%. They're two different things. Your managers, your ARs could get it all over the country. Still doesn't mean it's bringing in any substantial That's amount of money. Yeah. So they're like, ah, you're hot. Why are you not making money? I'm your bro. You know why? Watched, is it TL, was it TLC's um, documentary? Yeah. I'm sure people wondered. And I, if you watch actually, that, actually watched it before I became an entertainment in, lawyer. If you're into the music industry, you should watch that. And also, uh, there was a one for the young boys. Oh my gosh. Amer- American, American old school pop group anyway again same yeah. almost TLC same situation they didn't own anything like everything was going straight to the label so even if it looked from the outside like, like oh my their, god your music is yeah, everywhere, music's everywhere they were broke so I was like this guy will come back tomorrow to start calling out these investors online new edition sorry that's what it was I think <laughs> their name was new edition okay they'll come and start calling out the artists the record label or calling out the invest- investors oh yeah because you gave and at that moment it's because you invested on Nari 5 million Ordinary oh, five million. Why didn't you invest it? Five, in if it was ordinary, your friend, family, why didn't they give you? Is so, it easy <laughs> to take your own money and put it on somebody's head? A lot of them get very sentimental. They need to understand this business. They need to remove sentiment and emotion. And when you're Leave saying that for this, the songs. When you're saying this, know that this is it. You cannot come and tell me, oh, I'm going to pay back five million in two years. And then when the contract starts, you realize that you're you're hungry. Or you need to go to hospital. <laughs> you understand that. Oh, please, I don't want to be hungry, man. <laughs> you need to go to hospital. Because <laughs> the amount of times you say hunger on this, on this podcast, I'm tired. I need to go to hospital. So this happens. There's this, there's this recent case now, Seth. This bad boy, Sims, and his, at, okay. sorry, his record label. Okay. I don't know the full story. None of them Not has mm-hmm. said anything what the actual story is. But I know that 200 million is involved. What? Naira? 200 million naira. On who, who did they spend it on? The record label is saying that they... They're going to spend it. No, they said... They actually... They pushed... They put it... So I still don't know who talking about. Lodi, lo, 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 Okay, and of course, I know the song. Yeah. Okay, I know the so song. So the guy, he, he was with Olamidon. So it's an Olamide song, okay. but he... Olamide so featured him. Yeah. yeah. So they couched it in a way that guys stole this money. But what I understood is that 
Probably they spent this money on the guys. They said they stole it. They actually got handcuffed. They called police when you to start, handcuff when the guy. When you lose money <laughs> or you go say you find the money, all that, ah. all that love you had for the artist out the window. They now look like ordinary thief in your eyes. Because <laughs> <laughs> for you to say your artist stole money, as is up to that. They it that he stole two hundred million. <laughs> and I think, I think from his own, like Good from the you, own man. release, um, um, press release he dropped, he said that he has left the rebel. He, he has left the label mm-hmm. so what i understood was that probably is money they've not recouped sure money that they've spent yeah. imagine someone million. losing 200 million you sleep in cell <laughs> i need to understand how that money Whether is going to record level or not it's not my yeah. business how do i get my money, money back and the truth about it is that even if we keep saying this oh these these are still good people a lot of 70 i don't okay let me know let me estimate it 70% of investors and music executives that put in their money Don't and their time sure. in the industry sure. end up losing. No, it's facts. They just pack up and say, I'm done. Yeah. And that's why maybe if you have five artists, maybe two below, one, if you're lucky. The rest, you just actually, put money it's into It's actually well, luck, yeah. no matter yeah. how you want no, to. Because then, there are certain things... Because you can be talented. There are certain guarantee. things that the artists are supposed to do first before the song drops. Quite all right. But it doesn't guarantee anything. Of course. So what will Lina be making? I know artists that you have to beg them to post their own song. <laughs> no, the label will be like, Lola, please, I beg. Talk to this guy. He's not promoting the song. And without promotion, come on, no matter how good you are, even if you're Michael Jackson, right? You have to promote oh, your music. Are you telling me you're bigger than the biggest artist? They'll just do one post. Artists that go one, online someone and getting dance it, to their who, own Someone song. who's getting it really right and who's reaping the benefits yeah. of promotion is someone like Black Bones. Okay. Black Bones has not played games from the beginning. He has been consistent in the fact that he knows yeah. he's got talent mm-hmm. and he promotes the heck out of his stuff. Yeah. And he's thankfully as well, he's him. signed to a very well-structured label. label yeah. I can, that label is still one of the only well-structured labels in Nigeria, if not Africa, right? So yes, he's got a good team in place. And he's got people that know what yeah. to do. But he as himself, he takes himself as a product, he really understands the science to this thing. You can't just promote a song, guys, go stream. Mm-hmm. You know you have to create content. You know you have to go to certain places. Someone, you know you have to do certain things. Someone drop song. And I, I said, love that about him. So I've dropped this song. Please, creative people, go make videos. Can and you, I'm like, wow. And creative people for free. <laughs> you don't know some of these big labels are paying people to create content. I you said, sit wow, down in your house. Creative people, go and make videos. Listen. If you like, don't sit down and come up with a challenge or pay. God bless you. Challenge. God bless you. Stay there and say creative people exactly. should make videos. Exactly. So, Oh, God, Jesus Christ. We could talk about this all day, but we can't. We can't. We can't, Mandy. <laughs> I have no comments to add before you ask me a question, I Because <laughs> I know you'd be like, Lola, do you have any comments to add? Nope. Yeah, I have to. Nope. I've said my own now. I've, actually, we actually have said uh-uh, a lot. I've said a lot, too. Guys, mm. please, remove sentiment from this business. Learn the business. Just so you know, it's not possible. To remove sentiment. It's impossible. Creatives right. are emotional and sensitive people. So how do you think this situation can be improved? Because the industry is actually... We do need investment. Structure. Structure. We need to look at structure and how to work together as as an industry. Everyone right now is trying to be their own their own industry because we're not getting as much support, whether you say government or whatever. We're not getting the right kind of structure. To be honest, music is one of the biggest exports out of Nigeria. It's literally the reason why some people know that Nigeria exists. 
know that Nigeria has nice places, that has nice people. Music is one of them because it travels, right? So we should actually be looking into how we can invest into the industry. Now, we don't have the money for that. Let's be honest, as individuals. <laughs> yeah. Even a record label owner that's struggling to blow one, two artists, how do you want them to come with the kind of money that can put it on a large scale? Do an American tour for some artists, for example. Those things take a lot of finance. And it's something that the industry has to do as a collective so that it's not this label doing everything, this label doing everything, even things like distribution. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't even have a smooth, like direct distribution channel that exists on its own. It's always, okay, remember Alabama mixtapes now? Mm-hmm. You call this guy, you plug the songs in this mix. Mm-hmm. Like there's a system there, yeah. but it's chaotic. Yeah. Right? So let's say you just come into the industry fresh. You really wouldn't know where to begin. <laughs> You have Take to, your time to, you have to literally, yes. exactly, have yeah. to have known people that have been in the industry for a minute. Mm-hmm. So I feel like structure, other ways for artists to make money, like actually be able to make good money from streaming would be a great thing. Like, I mean, streaming in Nigeria, not streaming abroad, because mm-hmm. I know lots of artists, but still here, I feel like there's a lot of things, even with ringback tunes of all these big telcos, like I was working with Five Music, which was like a company that was trying to promote the, you know, publishing, licensing, trying to make, trying to allow artists to make more money off of their music. Yeah. Some of these telcos are taking, when I say 70, 60% of of, ring, of, of of how much money is being made from ringback tunes. Mm-hmm. Some of these artists, when I say, if they were even getting... 5%. No, like 50, they would be... In a, financially in a better... You're talking oh, about... Okay. You know how Americans, on a monthly, they'll be getting, like, their Apple Music um, payments, and they're, they're still... It's kind of hefty, yeah. right? We can still have that kind of system in Nigeria for yeah, streams. But right now, the percentage share is off. Yeah. Telcos, the big giants, are getting most of the artists' money when it comes to those things, like and ring back tunes and things like that. To That's what I'm saying. Right it's an industry tradition. that money needs to be pumped in and invested and Nigerians need to actually be the ones at the forefront not I love foreigners of course I do but not foreigners in Nigeria collecting all of our money from artists and taking it out yeah we need to build this industry Mm -hmm. I don't know how there are people that have been (laughs) in the industry longer than me that are more knowledgeable than me true and so I would love to you know I'm sure they've sat down and had loads of round table conversations and nothing really has come out of it and we've tried and I know like I said because I worked for Five Music and we were trying for years and then it kind of just frizzled out you know Mm -hmm. we were literally every day well this was the time it was Etisalat not Nine Mobile we were there every day doing this doing that we were personally investing the company rather was investing money in artists you know artists that said that they've got good songs they don't know how they don't have money to promote it they don't have money to shoot a video we were giving them money to do that and then recouping from maybe you know the streams and things like that but because it was a new system a new structure without support from Nigerians and the masses it's not going to go as far Mm -hmm. it's not going to be an apple unless you get the support financially and just with that sheer behavior of Nigerians to change. So, I mean, I'm, I mean, I can't kill myself personally, but, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of potential. Yeah. A lot of potential to do great things. I think starting off, we need a law. We need the legislation for the industry. Because truth about it is <laughs> <Good> that, <luck. laughs> I know it's still far-fetched. No, but it's possible. It's, po- it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> is it? It's possible. Anything is possible. Our copyright act Done it. is still pending. Yeah, sure, sure. For amendment. Sure. And it's Trademark. still going to need to be amended after that amendment. Exactly, because that <laughs> amendment did not even go exactly, that far. Exactly, exactly. So it still needs a lot. Yeah. 
So we now have it to be my fear is that if you actually leave or if, if this prayer of ours for a legislation to come out actually comes up, it will be more about the com- the government making money. I, I was just about to say that. Do you get just we'll like this new out. NBC um, <laughs> regulation, the updated one that came out during the COVID-19 period. Sure. Just crazy. All it was about was how government could siphon and, money and find their way to, yeah. yeah. So they might tell you at the end of the day, okay, we're setting up CMOs. Because I think also setting up reasonable operative CMOs is important. What's a CMO, Mandy? A collective management of society. Okay. For those that listen that don't, know. don't know. Okay. You so know guys, we're lawyers, we're going to use lots of legal so guys, jargon. CMOs are collecting societies. So they help you collect, they help you find those who that are using your music either by streaming or obtaining license or performing it in clubs um outside generally any form of performance there are different types of cmos and they collect this money and they give it back to you but it needs yes. to be registered with them exactly and give them the power to operate on your Open behalf off. but the problem is that nigeria we have actually we have two cmos in nigeria we have Koson that is more interested in <laughs> <Problem>. fighting. <laughs> that is more interested in going to court and fighting, fighting their head. Oh, and we have MSC and that resumed from their retirement <laughs> last year. <laughs> but truthfully, mm. we don't have a CMO in Nigeria. And we need this. I can remember when um, there was this, um, I think, what was these people? I think music publishing something, something. I forgot how they put it, but they did it last year. And Banky came on some foreign guys came on they are talking about how it works in south africa some of these industry stakeholders came up and they are like it's not about putting out a cmo so the guy in south africa i think south africa one of the foreign african countries was like there need to be different rights different cmos handling different rights you can't have one cmo sure, like the, the, it would be a lot being yeah. for mechanical rights for performance rights for synchronous no I if i'm you. giving you you are operating as an mro for mechanical rights alone, you're controlling streamings. If I'm giving no, you, if yep, you're a PRO, you're performance, you're dealing with performance rights. So anybody that, is, that needs license no, to yep, put yep. the song on TV, radio, all of this, you handle systems. this. Working And systems. then when you do that, there should be transparency. 100%. There should be accountability. Let's exactly. See what's Let me happening. be able to see that, okay, 58 people obtained There's licenses. Still, people still singing payments from... <laughs> Let me not say it. Because I did that did town meeting for angry people. How many people showed up? If a registry with Coson has <laughs> someone said is it even necessary. Because <laughs> most of our most of the big labels, sure. most of the big artists that are really, really serious are not racing with BMI and ESCA. Yes, because yes, these guys yes, are more BMI. efficient. Mm-hmm. Although I hate when I put up a music or put up a music video, a video that has music on Instagram and I get it take down. I hate it, but I love it because it shows it's working. Exactly. But do you know how many Nigerian music you can put and get away with? All of the times, maybe like three times max, the song's been pulled. Max out all the music we posted. So yeah, I understand. That definitely was. But YouTube are so great at that. YouTube, YouTube, even two, let's say you're in a restaurant. Yeah. The two second sound in the background, it'll flag it up. I'm like, goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know the song was playing. I'm just here eating. (laughs) Then now your whole content will be mute. (laughs) But it's, it's, again, it's efficient. Do you understand? So we need this. We need the legislation. We need, we under, I understand that investment is scary and risky business. But if the investors understand when i say investors i mean those people that are not really involved in music, in music industry yeah. if they understand how the music business works 
they will know how to have this discussion with artists. And where to put the money. Exactly. They'll know when artists are just being emotional or sentimental or just dragging conversations. And even if they don't know, employ people that do know. Simple. So if you're an investor, you're literally there to invest. What You don't have to deal with any day-to-day operations with the artists. They, they have managers, business manager, road mm-hmm, manager, mm-hmm. all these things. You know, someone that promote, promotes publicists, like, if you're an investor, create a team if you know you don't know the music and if business. And if you want to invest in the business and someone informs, um, sorry, informs you that it's better to record, sorry, to, I say sorry, sorry, too much. If you want to invest in the business <laughs> and someone's advising is better for it to form a record label, <laughs> don't listen to that person. <laughs> it's not easy. To run a record it's level not. is not easy. It's so not. if you're not ready, and truthfully, if you don't understand how record level structure works, and you say, okay, I'm going to hire a bunch yeah, of people. people still do... figuring it out as no, we speak. The worst thing is when you now hire a bunch of people, just put them out. Okay. Nothing. You're just, paying, you're just paying salaries for fun. They will chop you. You're just paying salaries for fun. You'll Give be, it a year. You'll be, you'll be looking at record level. <laughs> Next thing, no. you're very before someone on your record level. No, it's not. Someone okay. just siphon all the rights, everything, all the money, and they'll form record level within your own record <laughs> level. <laughs> Man, dear, guys, my mouth is so, tired. Please, <laughs> ask question. You music people, handle your own stress, I beg. <laughs> I beg. <laughs> I'm joking. We love you all, really. Do you? Sometimes. <laughs> Rather some of you, the rest of you go, oh, God, stress. But some of you are cool, though. Some of you are cool. Yeah, so we've said enough, guys. But we're going to go through our questions. Someone asked, we asked you guys to put our questions, and some of you did. So one person asked, what are the clauses mm-hmm. to look out for when reviewing an artist's contract? There are obviously a lot of clauses. I'm going to just focus on one, which pops to my mind. Two, actually, that pops to my mind. <laughs> Two, because one of them is to deal with. I watched um, something on Netflix recently, and it was about a designer that I had never heard about him, but it was about a designer who signed a contract, you know, with someone that was investing in his brand, and he lost the rights to use his brand name. Right? Yeah. He signed this thing mm-hmm. because he needed the million, million, million dollar investment yeah when he now decided oh they're stressing him they want him to do all these different things he didn't want to do as a creative he wanted to focus on fashion they want him to start making furniture making this making that he was just like oh he's just going to branch off and do his own thing yeah then a member of his team advised him but under what name he was like you know his name of course they're like you don't own your name (laughs) he was like what he had signed away the rights to his name meaning these people can create what they want Put your name on it. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to do something else, they, you, you can can't call it name. your name. And you built that. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is look for, look for the, the, the clauses, the terms about your intellectual property. When you leave or when you guys go your separate way, who owns the rights right. to use your name, mm-hmm. your likeness, your image? These things are so important. Yeah. Very, right. Very. There are often reasons why people like Prince change his name to an icon. Right. There are lots of. All right. Right. Was it Prince? Anyway, there is lots of um, examples yeah. within the industry that shows you that don't make the same mistakes so many people have made yeah, before you, sure. right? There are some things that they shouldn't be negotiated. Things like your name, who you are, what you represent, right? Songs and stuff, yeah, if you like, give your album to somebody, that's your business. But it's something that you've spent long to build and something that has your creative touch on it. Yeah. I wouldn't sign that your image, away. Your likeness. I don't know how much money, because mm. I remember this guy saying on the Netflix that it's funny that he signed that to get money, but he would give anything to get that get back. That back. Yeah. Showing that the name 
your identity means more Not. than money. Mm-hmm. So I say look for the the, the issues regarding intellectual <laughs> you're property. Signing, please be signing it <laughs> in regards to your music. Whether put your likeness or your image. No, I've seen on it. On porn products, I'm just saying. No, I've seen it. Like I'm just I have saying. seen it. You, I've seen you leave something. You've signed away your rights for someone to use your likeness, your voice for mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. You've gone now to be maybe a pastor. You're then now showing you shady bala bala. For example, <laughs> I'll just use a very random example. Now, where you are and where you were, they're two different things, yes or no? Yes. Your congregation may be like, <laughs> and all you'd be saying is, please disregard it. It's who I was before. It's who I was before. <laughs> and the, set, the second thing I would look for is um, when you, the money. The money, the money, the, 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 money. the main part of these contracts, how money is being recouped, how much money is spent within a certain amount of time. Contracts that say I will spend 100 million on you don't mean much to me. Mm-hmm. You need a breakdown of when and how these payments will be made. If 10 million will be sent for the um, for the first quarter to action this, this, this and this. Mm-hmm. In the second year, if we have seen that there's been a growth of this, this, this and this, we will inject a further amount into the business if there has been a loss we will put more money let there be a breakdown do not be shy to talk about money or finances guys Mm -hmm. it's one of the most important things ever after all you're probably signing the contract because of money it's not because oh you like this investor he's so nice nope it's because you need money and he also is looking at you as an investment meaning investment is because you want to make more money guys it's not charity this is not an ngo here right this is for money. So there are loads of other things I'm sure to look out for. Mandy, you can add a few, but those two stick out to me because people neglect them a lot. Oh, cross my mind, but I don't think it's right to Mandy, say this thing. Food is calling me a bag. I reviewed a contract recently mm-hmm. and they literally added a clause saying that whether the I'm just going to paraphrase you what you meant. Whether the artist, the talent that is being signed, decides to continue as a man or a woman or non-binary, this contract still binds you. Funny enough, that's actually pretty hilarious. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary. No, it is. Do you know why? No, it's not. It actually is. It's not. It is. It's not. Let me explain this. Now you, no, it's not. I, why it made it's sense gender. to me? <laughs> Why it made sense to me was there was this um episode on Empire. Mm-hmm. Okay, where, I've not seen it. Where Lucius, that's the main character, mm-hmm. signed an artist back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he signed the artist, went through A and R, prepared the artist, developed the artist, they've packaged the artist. This is the first night of rolling the artist out. And then the artist decides to dress as a woman. Mm-hmm. Say that this is his new gender. He has been struggling with his gender all this while. And this <laughs> Lucius was well, mad. Well, still be bound. He's still the same no, person. No, because he changed his name. Now he's a female. Okay, I can understand the change of name. Most of them don't keep their names when they change gender. Yeah, but gender, I don't I don't see how that would affect the contract. If I change my name... It wouldn't. If I change my name and I'm now a female, no longer the male would It wouldn't change the contract. You're okay. still... No, it wouldn't. I think... I you Anyway, you guys can engage. You lawyers out there, let me know. Let me see what, <laughs> Lucius what your, was mad. what Lucius your opinions like, are. But to Lucius me, I think like, it would have no effect. I signed a mail. I need a mail to go to the state and perform. Now, what you can say is that if for any, like, you change gender, for example, yeah. I this contract is terminated. Yes. I can understand that as a termination clause. Okay. But not for whether it's vi- bind, sorry, binding. 
the contract, if you like, change gender, if you like, God forbid, let's say anything happens in, mm-hmm. in life, you're still bound by that contract, even if you lo- lose a finger or something, or there's oh, a no, change in... in <laughs> I'm not saying gender is as trivial as losing a finger, guys, for those that are going to attack me. Like, I'm all for, I'm pro, <laughs> be who you want to be. That's what you want to say this. <laughs> like, what's all it this is. now? Which kind last, of question are you... the last question I have. Someone asked, what happens behind the scene yeah. in terms of making sure the artists get their royalties? Yeah, you answered that. And what I wanted to ask you the questions because no, you already mentioned something. Can you see? You <laughs> mentioned something about royalties. You go for it, Mandy. Okay. It's all yours. All right, guys. Um, Behind the scene, a lot of little, little things. I'll try to say this the simplest way I can so I don't, like, make it complicated. Fair. A lot of artists sign to publishing deals, you get, so that they can have someone track these royalties for them. They can have someone. But some of these artists that do this are artists that are that standing as music songwriters. But for their main songs, some of them get DSPs. So DSPs are literally these online platforms. So Apple Music, DistroKid. When you're signing your contract or when you're put, uploading your content, they are contracts that are giving you terms and condition. First of all, read it. Now, don't upload. If you're going to upload through somebody, you're giving someone that distribution agreement, this deal. Ensure that you have a contract with that person because a lot of people legit put other people's song on, put their account details, and rip those people's royalties yeah. and never comes back to you. So ensure you have that. Ensure that, see... <clears throat> Have someone, like I don't want to use the word publisher because most times when people hear publishers, they have to do with like the second part of music rights, not the main music rights. But have someone, have your label in charge of getting this and always have a plan. Your royalty should be mentioned in your contract. How many percent you're getting. Definitely. There should be royalty accounting. There should be checking of the books and auditing. So these are like simple things I can tell you that you could do to ensure that you get a royalty. So I really hope I got your questions. Definitely. So, guys, our time is running out. <laughs> Lola is already sure? giving me the eye. <laughs> but in case you have any questions further or you have topics that you'd like us to discuss, please visit our social media platforms. On IG, we are at Legal Avenue Podcast. On Twitter, we are at Legal Avenue Pod. And on Facebook, it's Legal Avenue Podcast. Are you a dancer or a dance instructor and you're wondering how you can protect your legacy? I mean your dance? Well, I have the cure here. Go get Let's Dance Today. The book looks at the legal issues in the dance industry, how to make money, and more importantly, how to protect your intellectual property. For just 6,000 Naira, the book is yours. Get yours from Legal Avenue Podcast today. Let's dance. Let's dance. So guys, we're almost coming to an end of this episode, but we can't leave until we hear our takeaway for the day. And <laughs> can I do a little legal takeaway of the day? Lola, can you take us on legal takeaway? Sorry, of today? Mandy. Today, I, I see. So listen, guys, our legal takeaway of better. the day. We're going to be looking at um, copyright ownership. Now, a lot of people don't know, but 
if you work, if you're under unemployment and you create content under that employment, then the contract, sorry, I say contract, sorry, if you create contents, any work you create, contents you create under unemployment, yeah, during, the time, that, of that during the time of that employment, that work belongs to your employer, oh, yeah. especially if you are employed for that particular role or activity or whatever you are employed to do. And that, for example, you're a fashion designer, you're an artist, and you create fashion designs or music. You don't own it. They belong to Let's give an employer. example, a quick example. You're working for a media house. Yeah. You're told to write a script mm -hmm. for a film. You're paid to be a script writer, yeah. right? They produce the film. You now leave. Nothing, you didn't leave in a bad way, but you, you know, you finished You're your done. job, your yeah. job, whatever, and you leave. You can't now go and claim that you wrote that script. That script belongs to you. No, it belongs you, to your employer. Exactly. So that's just a practical. Example. So, guys, I'm mentioning this because we noticed we both of us can attest to noticing that some people's record label deals are structured based on the language, are structured in a way it seems like an employment deal. If this is the case, whether <laughs> Whether there's any provision for intellectual property or not, the music created automatically belongs to the record label. We're not saying good contracts. We're saying some of the worst ones. Not all contracts. That's not, that's not, that's not the way the contract is supposed to be. Relationship, yeah. It's not supposed to be that way. So we're going to be looking at section 9, subsection 3 of the Copyright Act. Yeah, they can read it. You say it again. They'll read it. <laughs> so guys... <laughs> but before that, I have to give you guys a disclaimer. Nothing discussed here constitutes as legal advice. It is strictly for educational purposes and entertainment purposes only. All of these views on today's podcast and other podcasts are our own. And please always consult a legal practitioner for legal guidance. And also pay your, your lawyer. lawyers. Because what? We deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, you know, on this podcast, we can't end the episode without appreciating our fans that have <laughs> been sharing our content on social media and pushing us. Shout out to at Patty Shehu. She sent in her question on Instagram, which we answered. And I just, sorry, permit me if I don't get the name, but I just, Abby underscore 3122. Thank you, guys. Keep Shout sharing out to our you content. guys. Thanks for engaging. We Thank love you it. Love. Share our content. Send you your questions and topics. And as we go, we keep showing love and keep appreciating you all out there. Don't forget to follow us. Follow Lola on her social media platforms at Lola OJ and myself at Mandy Uzaba. And get Mandy's book, for goodness sake, okay? Yeah. I know you guys got it from the first episode. Shout out to you. We saw the sales go Thank up. But you. you need to keep buying Let's Dance by Mandy. <laughs> Because it's great. Yeah, we've come to an end of this episode. And although it's too sad to leave. Sorry? Lola needs to Bye-bye. Remember to take breaks and rest because hoes will know the Mind end. Mind you, this one I beg. Bye, guys. I'm off to eat my F1. <laughs> we love you guys. Until next time, stay blessed. Bye. <laughs>